Hi, I'm Andy Moore, your Friday host of the 8 O'Clock Buzz. Thanks for spending your mornings with us. We love bringing you this blend of art and music and news and politics and, and more. In return, we ask that you spend a little to support this show. And it's easy. Go to wortfm.org slash donate. It's the Friday 8 O'Clock Buzz. I'm Andy Moore. Our first guest this morning is the governor of the great state of Wisconsin, Democrat Tony Evers. On Tuesday night, Governor Evers delivered his 2024 State of the State address from the Assembly Chambers at the state capitol. He covered a lot of ground uh, reviewing the administration's past year of accomplishments. But but he also spoke to new initiatives in, in health care and education, workforce, and, and more. The speech itself combined proclamation with a dash of pugilism. The governor did not shy away from poking Republican leadership perched right there in his in the chambers over right over his right shoulder about the opposing party's resistance to nearly all the issues on the Democrats' agenda. That said, there were bipartisan accomplishments in the last year too and and the governor spoke to those as well. Governor Tony Evers joins us now by phone on his way to Milwaukee. Good morning, Governor Evers, and welcome to the Friday Buzz. Good morning, Andy. How are you today? I'm just fine. Thank you for making time for uh, WRT listeners on, uh, at the end of such a busy week. That's right. No problem. I, I bet Tuesday night, in some ways, feels like a long time ago. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, how did you know? No, it, it, uh, it, uh, it's always good to have an opportunity to talk uh, talk with the legislators. So well, it was a good evening, but uh, uh-huh. uh, we're moving on. Well, 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 let's go there, though, and unpack some, some of what happened. I, I'll start out with a little bit of a nutty question. I just mentioned the opposition perched right behind you during this speech. You're lobbying some grenades their way during this speech, and it's not like you're addressing the opposing party half a football field away in the assembly chambers. Speaker Voss sits directly behind you like three feet. I, I, I just know people watching the State of the State on TV wonder this. What's it like having the other party <laughs> breathing down your neck for 50 minutes? You block it out. <laughs> you just block it out. <laughs> you, you, I, go, I go into those events knowing full well that there will be some times when they uh, are looking passive and sometimes when they're looking angry and uh, <laughs> but just have to block it off yeah the first time i saw representative foss clap during your tuesday night address was when you acknowledged the bipartisan work that went into the shared revenue um, increase agreement what do you yeah. attribute to that piece of bipartisanship well you know during the when i was running for election i spent every day talking about shared revenue to just a whole bunch of people all across the state. And so people understood by the time we got to the point of <laughs> negotiating it, uh, people of Wisconsin was, were demanding it. You know, mm-hmm. our local governments do all the hard work. We wanted to make sure they finally got the uh, resources they needed to uh, to do that hard work, whether it's police, fire, a public libraries, mm-hmm. you name it. So uh, it was something that uh, Everybody was for it. It was just kind of getting through the, the, the details. Let's go into that just a little bit more deeply. Um, I remember you campaigning on shared revenue, but it's complicated. Um, uh, uh, talk about how uh, this increase in shared revenue translates to, oh, oh, let's pick a mid-sized local community, uh, a city like Wausau. How specifically will people there experience the fruits of the shared revenue increase? Yeah, well, that's a good, that's a good example in Wausau. They, they have lots of... Issues around PFAS and uh, other water-related, situ- uh, 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 you know, that part of their their work, and this 
this money will help them address that. It, it's also going to help them address, uh, you know, the, how many hours the public library is open. Just just the basics mm-hmm. of, of Wausau or any other uh, any other city. But you know, Wausau has struggled with PFAS and and water, and this this will help them address that. Ostensibly, uh, shared revenue also has a flow to. School districts, and in his rebuttal, Tuesday night, Senate Majority Leader LeMay, who uh, took a, a swipe at your administration's overall spending, and he made a specific comment about increased school spending. Jim Wilson, if that twenty-second clip is ready, let's listen to that and then have the governor respond. Sure. Today, Governor Evers highlighted a vision for the state that does not align with the reality of the state's financial picture. State spending is at an all-time high. Over this two-year budget cycle, Wisconsin state government will spend almost $44,000 per income taxpayer. Our K-12 schools are enjoying the highest level of funding in history. Local governments and the school choice program have recently gotten their largest increase in state support ever. Senate Majority Leader uh, Devin LeMahieu in his uh, rebuttal to Tuesday night's um, address, uh, audio courtesy of PBS Wisconsin. Governor Evers, what about those claims? Well, they, we did provide a, a significant increase. It was over a billion dollars. And uh, so, I, you know, he's, he's right that we prioritize it. Uh, members of his caucus uh, actually supported that. But at the end of the day, we still have a situation with our public schools that they are, you know, we, we're, we're working from some really long history of uh, underfunding. And so we made a good move forward, but we... We did not, you know, especially issues around special education, mental health for kids. You know, did did we have some large increases there? Yes, but not nearly enough. Have 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 um, spending on schools caught up to pre-Walker cut levels? No, not not if you t- take all of the factors and you know time and inflation since then. So no, I mean that was that was a huge. Uh, yeah, a huge downer for their schools, and we're still working to re- to I, replace that revenue. I think it's important to to point that out, um, uh, given that when you hear the words "largest spending cuts ever," you may as well add the words um, or sp- "largest spending ever." You may as well add the words um, "since before the Walker era," if if that's yeah. accurate. Yeah, yeah. If, if you just join us, I'm talking with Wisconsin Governor Tony. Evers. Um, a quick pivot now, Governor Evers. Um, you, you mentioned redistricting in your Tuesday night speech, and, and news broke after the State of the State on that topic. As you know, the Assembly sent you maps midweek that they say make quote-unquote minuscule changes to your version. You reject them. I, I think we know where the parties are coming from, more or less, with new maps. But what do you believe the, the state Supreme Court, who, who expects to review maps in March, will be looking for? Well, they'll be looking for fairness, and uh, you know, from my vantage point, they'll be looking at the same thing I'm, I'm concerned about, and that's having fair maps. Uh, we uh, we are a purple state. We we have our our breakdown of the legislature is nowhere near uh, that uh, that reality, and so no, I anticipate that they will they'll focus on the the important things that that uh, people have been concerned about for several years. You, you, you may have just answered this uh, just a moment ago. Uh, we, we've talked a lot on this program about redistricting, um, but I'm still confused about um, exactly what the court's power is. Can they draw their own versions? Yes. Hmm. Yes, they can. And uh, they, they have all sorts of options. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, the ones that were provided to them, but uh, they also have two experts that uh, will be reviewing them and 
providing advice to them. Yeah, they could they could do their own, but there's there's lots of uh, lots of brain power there already. <laughs> Okay, let's move on with uh, taxes. Uh, Tuesday afternoon, just a few hours before your state of the state, the Republicans reintroduced tax cuts you rejected uh, last November, cuts that are essentially paid for with the existing state surplus, which, if I'm not mistaken, is projected about $4 billion. This, this time, rather than one big bill, they broke it down into pieces. And, and I want to ask you about the, spe- the specific piece that is their proposed child care tax credit that would grow the amount of eligible expenses for a single dependent from 3000 to $10,000. That sounds pretty good. And, and, and it looks like a standalone bill, if, if, if I'm right about that. Is that something you can support? Well, let's, let's put it this way. Uh, until I see the final bills, I, I, I'm not going to be making the judgments mm-hmm. but yeah yes uh, it, to put it bluntly i've i have supported uh, uh making sure that child care is uh, is affordable for people in the state of wisconsin we we it's it's a, it's actually a workforce thing and uh, you know first of all we want to have highly skilled highly uh you know a really good system of ch- early childhood and uh i've been talking about that a lot and this is the 30 at least 30 childhood op- operators uh, over the last couple of months and they're hurting and they're about you know many of them are about to go out to business and so i my 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 were my in my world i think we should be providing resources directly to them they're the ones that know best how to you know lower, keep the rates lower so i'll i'll take a look at the bill the same problem with uh, uh, tax credits and something like that. That's a once once a year thing. Yeah, and, I forgot uh, about pe- that. People people don't recognize it mm-hmm. until they get it, and they have to pay the they have to pay the bills to the child care providers every every week, every month. And so it's 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 something, but I I'm not going to get behind it or oppose it until I see it. I I forgot about the, the tax credit. It's a one trick pony. Um, um, it's it's right. a significant part of that. Um, if you're just uh, tuning in, I'm talking with Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers. Governor Evers, women's health care and contraception. Um, you announced your intention to direct the state Department of Health Services to make contraception and emergency contraception available for those using Badger Care Plus health insurance. It'll allow women to obtain medication of this sort without a prescription from a doctor and at, at no out-of-pocket cost. Is this like an executive order? How, how will it work and, and on what timeline? Well, we'll do that as quickly as possible, but the, uh, it'll work this way, is that uh, it, these, these will be uh, at, the, at, the, at the pharmacy. They will be on, on the shelf. They're, they're not prescription, and uh, people that are in Badger Care will be able to pick it up and take it to the front desk at the pharmacy, and, and they will be able to get it for, for, for free. And and so it, it's it's real simple. There there there's some new products coming out that uh, we we anticipate will be approved uh, for um, a non-prescription. So something that's really important as part of reproductive freedom in the state of Wisconsin, and we're looking forward to this. Now this impa- impacts us, the folks on Badger Badger Care. The thing that you need to know is that most um, uh, insurance companies uh, try to min- mimic that uh, also. So. That, but that will, you know, that'll be up to the individual insurance companies. But for the thousands of people that are on Badger Care, it'll happen immediately. What's the fiscal note for this expansion of care? Well, that's that's uh, through the uh, federal government, and 
and they will be, you know, they're the ones that negotiate things like that. Um, you said Tuesday night uh, that you'll you'll veto any Republican bills, uh, more or less here and within under the same umbrella of subjects here, that would limit access to abortions. Um, not to slide the conversation um, from policy to politics, but why do you think Republicans stay immovable on right to life when statewide numbers are clearly in favor of a woman's right to choose, and it's costing them elections? Yeah. Well, certainly. Well, it's just common sense. And, uh, you know, I, I, I support the women's right to uh, make those decisions, and I'll, I'll veto the bill that they're going to be sending to me. But uh, I can't speak for the Republicans why they feel that it's so important for them to uh, uh, take essentially a position that is uh, uh, not very popular for the, from any, in any state, frankly. Speaking of Republican bills, I want to bounce back to the way they split up and a la carte those tax proposals rather than in one omnibus bill that you rejected last November. Do you think that that uh, handing, uh, crafting the, the bill singularly, if they pass, and moving them to your desk is, a, is an act of good partisan faith or is gamesmanship? Well, that's that's hard to say. Some Sometimes it was very complex bills and, and state taxing is always... Any taxing is complex. It might be easier to split it into four bills. So there are times where I think that is an accurate statement that you just made, and uh, whether this is one of those instances, I don't know yet. The other um, act of of, uh, bipartisanship you mentioned, of course, was uh, funding for... (laughs) You're going to laugh when you... I'm so, I stubbornly call it County Stadium. <laughs> oh, okay. well, um, yes. And it seems like, you know, just a, a, a few years ago, um, the, okay. all the hullabaloo over over Miller, Miller Park. But here the hullabaloo right. comes again. Um, what do you have to say about, about uh, that bipartisan effort? Yeah, well, it's really important. The brewers are important in Wisconsin. They're, they're, they're a statewide team, and uh, they're, they bring lots of, pleasure to folks, but it's also a, a huge uh, revenue source for the state of Wisconsin and, the, and the, in the Milwaukee area. So it's, it's, a, it's a positive to the state, and, uh, mm-hmm. and I, I felt good to be behind mm-hmm. it. We just have a minute or so left. Um, so at finally, and, and on politics, and this is a question that I wouldn't have worded this way in my former program, but it, this is my current program. We're in the dawn <laughs> of an election year, and, and I think you'll see what I mean here in a second. It, it's hard to avoid the strange realities Trump and MAGA have created, creating doubt about the electoral process and the courts, dismissing the mainstream press, demonizing immigrants, alienating foreign allies, belittling and nose-thumbing as a daily discourse. I'm just scratching the surface. Do you have any optimism for what's coming in the months ahead? Oh, yeah. and, 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 and what do you believe will unfold? Well, yeah, that's that's a great question. Of, of course, I have optimism uh, for the future. I, I I believe Joe Biden will win that election, but it's it's just it's going to be painful. All the things you mentioned uh, will happen on a daily basis, if uh, uh, if even maybe an hourly basis. But people, you know, there's it's, it's a small end that uh, that that really want to hear that kind of nonsense coming out of the opposition. Uh, but at the end of the day, people understand that, uh, uh, that President Biden's done some great things for this country. And, uh, you know, we, we are often superior with him yesterday. And he was uh, he was announcing a billion dollars that's going to 
fix a bridge that uh, is absolutely one of the most important venues in the state of Wisconsin as far as moving, you know, moving people and moving goods. And so his work is good. Our economy is good. So, you know, it's just up for people to recognize that, um, uh, that Donald Trump is who he is. And uh, we, we now know exactly what, what he's going to be saying on a daily basis. And many times it's not going to be very positive. Governor Tony Evers, thank you for joining us on the Friday Buzz. And stay safe out there on the foggy road.